Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. There's no shortage of opinions when speaking about these 10,000 generative projects that actually relate to these communities and what the actual value is. And a lot of times people say this is all speculation or this is just some money grab. These are brands that really have nothing behind them and everything that they're offering in these communities and Whatever they're offering for utility can be done without the NFT itself. Today, I'm going to shatter all of that and shift away from a tech focus, and I'm going to present five amazing business ideas, at least I think they are, that could be used by non-techie businesses, non-techie professionals to launch these projects and find success. You might be wondering if they're so great, why am I not doing them for myself? There is no shortage of good ideas in the world and ideas never make anyone any money. If that were the case, I would be an absolute billionaire at this point. It comes down to execution, passion, determination, and of course, timing and a little bit of luck. All these different things actually play into whether or not an idea can make it. The iPhone was not the first smartphone. The iPod was not the first MP3 player. And let's even go back to the Ford that was not the first car. So the idea is not necessarily the most important thing. However, I'm going to give you these five ideas and really dive into them right now. The first project, I'm going to just call it the bucket listers. An insurance agent or a financial planner, an estate planner is really the person that's heading up this project. And the idea of this is to bring together a group of people that are trying to get things in order for their life before kicking the bucket. That where that whole term comes from, the bucket list, all the things that you want to do throughout your life before you go on. And this usually is climb a mountain, hot air balloons, and all these different things. However, this can also incorporate like the things that you need to get in line, such as your insurance and all those things to make sure your estate is in line. So let's just say this particular professional, any of these areas could even partner with uh, multiple different areas gets together, gets this generative project, whatever it is all about. And the whole pitch, the whole utility of this, if you will, is that this community is focused around extracting the most out of life. He or she with their professional skills, whether it be in the financial planning or the insurance, whatever it is, one of those areas that I just listed, that is the main thing that they're bringing to the table. They're not a techie person, so they could assemble a team around all of this and they can present it in a way that the community is actually helping one another. They're helping each other to accomplish their goals. They're writing out the things that they want to do. This founder could partner with various professionals to come in once a month or on whatever schedule to present different ideas to help the community march towards those different goals. There could be workshops about finances, retirement, vacation planning, budgeting, all sorts of different things could take place in that community. And all of that can be centered around the fact that the whole bucket list thing, we're trying to do all of these things and make life better before kicking. Number two, I'm going to do a little play on words. I'm going to call these the home wreckers because a lot of times when you think of home wreckers, that has a double meaning or in the sense that, well, not really a double meaning, a negative connotation, but I'm going to turn it into a double meaning with this project. This is actually going to be headed up by someone such as a plumber. A lot of the times we think of a home ownership, just things are always breaking. You're always going to be fixing something, calling in the plumber, the electrician, a handyman, or whatever professional is needed to clean up the mess. But in this particular case, the home wreckers, this is headed up by, like I said, that plumber. And it's going to do a lot of do-it-yourself helping tips, helping people to assemble different things, preventing a lot of problems in the house because there's always something to fix. And this plumber now could also, just as with the financial planner, bring in different expertise from different areas of life, how to 
shore up your house, how to prepare for different things, prepare for a storm, the winter, make sure your pipes don't freeze, all sorts of different things related to the house, home ownership, and a lot of help yourself guides, fix it guides, and all of these different things centered around that home ownership experience. Anything related to service and upkeeping, maintaining, preventative measures, all those different things. So you might be wondering why on earth would a plumber or a carpenter worth their salt be interested in something like this? First of all, those jobs, those work, it is very seasonal. It's up and down. It's all over the place. There's a lot of opportunity, especially in a carpenter in the winter months to do something like this. And just having this community, it all also expands their horizon because for the most part, a plumber is not going to serve someone halfway across the country. A plumber is not going to serve someone on the other side of the globe. Plumbers, carpenters, and all those jobs are very local. And as far as just thinking, I'm already busy. Why would I ever want to have this community be in a project such as this? It expands your horizon. It's the same thing as having a YouTube channel. So many people don't think of ever scaling, branching out, doing something a little bit different. And I can even think of, for example, my wife, Professionally, she does hair. However, she also has a YouTube channel and it really took the pandemic to actually even shift her focus to thinking, you know what, let me try to produce some content, what have you, and maybe I can develop a brand out of this. I could build a community of following and I could better serve my customers through the content. And when she doesn't put up a video, which has been a while, her customers are absolutely after her and all sorts of different things. So she's building a community around that content. Now, going back to this whole project, because this is not about YouTube, right? Why would a plumber or one of these people actually launch this project? Maybe that plumber doesn't necessarily want to always fix pipes for the rest of their life and has bigger goals, wants to be on a bigger stage, wants to meet different people in different areas, and maybe by helping... Jeff Bezos or someone fix a minor problem in his house in three o'clock in the morning that this whole experience could just open up a door and a connection for uh, this plumber and Lord knows where on the other side of the globe could just have a connection with some power broker on the other side of the world just because of this community and the connection. So this whole community aspect of it, yes, you could do that without the generative project or without the avatar or whatever you want to say, the NFT itself. However, having that identity centered around whatever it is. In this case, the home wrecker, someone who's always trying to fix the house and all those different uh, aspects of it brings together in that community in such a unique way that you know each of those people that have bought that NFT are committed to that community and want to actually be a part of it. They identify for it because when people spend money, they have more skin in the game. Just like walking down the road and you see someone in a jersey or whatever it might be, there's that connection. So homeowners have homeowner problems and they'll just make connections with that. The third project I have is for a stylist. I'm not even sure what the official term is as far as a stylist, but someone who actually um, gets people to look good and feel good as far as their clothing, changing their wardrobe, giving them a new look like a makeover, whatever that is called. I call it a stylist. However, some people might say a stylist is really a hairdresser, so I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm going to call this the mother fixers. Now, that's a play on word because depending how you say it, it might sound like you're going to say a cuss word. However, the reason why I'm going to call this a mother fixer, I'm going to pretend that the founder of this project is a female. It is a mother that after having her children, maybe she went through an identity crisis of not necessarily knowing who uh, she is anymore or not feeling as sexy as she once did before having the children, whatever it is. I hear a lot of ladies, my female friends and what have you, ha all had these like little crises and what have you. So I'm not just uh, making this stuff up as a guy. I'm just, just repeating the words that I've heard from the ladies. So uh, excuse me if I'm using some wrong terms, whatever 
whatever it might be. However, there's a lot of emotions and all sorts of different things as far as when uh, these mothers go through uh, this whole process. So going back to this fictional character, this stylist who is a mother can relate to these ladies. Now, this whole project is going to be centered around giving that back to these mothers, right? They could be talking about just different life changes, personality, and going back to my wife for the fact that she is a hairdresser or a stylist, whatever you want to call that. She always loves the fact that when she does a lady's hair, it's like she becomes a new person. Like she just has a glow, a walk to her, a smile, her confidence, just everything about her absolutely changes. And that is why she absolutely loved it. She's been doing hair since she's a little girl and she has always been a fan of that transformation process. So now with this project, with this mother fixer, if you will, if she's doing this, she's also bringing in, just as I said, with collaboration from the other projects, but with this one now, she's bringing in people to speak about different issues, say the emotions of pregnancy, weight loss, trainers, all sorts of different things to relate to the whole aspect of getting these ladies at their top game. Now, why is this important? Why would a stylist be even interested in this? Again, this is branching out from her horizon, her local network, whatever it might be. And this network that she's going to be forming with this club, if you will, although it is 10,000 people, people might be saying that's just not scaling very well. But I can guarantee you that the 10,000 people in these people's local town or whatever it is, they probably do not even have that many clientels or th- that many that much reach or impact. However, you're in this community, you're putting out this stuff, you're helping these people, you're going to connect and have a bond with them that is so much more stronger than just putting out a YouTube video, having a podcast, as much as I love doing this, that it's basically, it's a monologue in the sense that unless I'm asking you to interact with me on Twitter and all these different things, it is very hard for me to get a gauge as to what you guys are thinking or gals, where you are, how this whole thing is relating to it, if it's making sense. So with this now, an open community, you're in there. And again, once you have that NFT, you have skin in the game, you are invested into that community. These ladies could be communicating, going through these different issues that they could only relate to in ways that I have no idea what's going on in that. And they could just build this community together. And the main thing is all of those ladies in that communities, they're going to identify as whatever it is, mother fixers, and they're going out to find other mothers and help them. They're going to fix each other up. And it's just a an identity shift. And in marketing and all sorts of different things, an identity shift is very important. When you're trying to recruit these young men to be Marines and soldiers and stuff, if you look at those ads, how they're shifting it, it's from just being this mundane little boy playing video games or whatever it is, to changing, to being basically this national superhero. An identity shift is very important in any kind of messaging and identifying with a call or a cause. And that is something that's very unique to these quote-unquote profile pictures, these JPEGs, is it's actually symbolizing a lot more than those pixels. And now I'm going to have a little fun. You know, I just went into the ladies. Now I'm going to go into something for the guys and also tipped on the fact that my wife does hair. So I'm going to call this project the Bearded Barberhood. So this is a barber. He is maybe five, 10 years into his career, whatever it might be. And he now wants to have this whole community around men's grooming, right? This person, this barber, although his chair is very busy and he is enjoying himself, he loves his job. With this new community now, he can do grooming tips of how to keep that shine on the beard, how to always look and feel fresh for the ladies, and all sorts of different things using different beard oils, which if you 
you'd be surprised to know how big the market is for beard oils and beard combs and beard trimmers and all these different things. But that is a subject in itself. So this barber is identifying with these bearded men, if you will, and they don't even have to necessarily have beard. But I just say the bearded barber brotherhood or the barberhood, just a play on words. People like alliteration, (laughs) letters coming together, the bees. And instead of making a brotherhood, I'd like to say a barberhood because he is a barber. So anyways, in this whole thing now, same thing. You can bring in a lot of these different aspects, just as with the ladies, with the style. You can have different things with like confidence, communication, and all sorts of things. Because a lot of the times, people go to the barber, especially in minority communities. I know for a fact that when I was little, I used to hang out at the barber shop on a Saturday. I used to watch the game and listen to the barbers just argue about different things. And it was just really cool. So there is so much more incorporated with a barbershop. And that's not just in minority communities, because I know also there was a, an elderly Italian barbershop not too far from where I lived. And it was the same thing there. The guys were in there. They're doing their crossword puzzles. These were like World War II veterans and such. And they would hang out there literally all day. I would go. It doesn't matter what day. I would see a couple of them there with newspapers and whatever else. And they're talking about life and all sorts of things. So there is a lot that happens at a barbershop in a sense of community. So bringing this into Web3 with these projects, it just makes a perfect fit because that barber is like a psychologist. (laughs) That barber is a comedian. That barber is the news ticker. You know how many times I've heard barbers speaking about Bitcoin and crypto and all sorts of different things? So having that communication, there's even a podcast (laughs) called The Barbershop Banter, which one of my friends was a guest on that show. And that whole show is centered around the fact that barbers and that whole community sit around and talk about all sorts of topics, whether it be emotional topics or controversial topics. And I remember in particular, the one that I found out about the show that he was sharing was right after the Kobe Bryant accident. And of course, I just tuned in to hear their feedback and their commentary and see what's really going on and how the community, if you will, how are people receiving that. But bringing it back to this whole project, Just because there is a barber with a busy chair, he's not a techie person, it does not mean that this whole Web3 NFT world is out off the table for him or her. It definitely has potential. A community could be built. And not to just repeat everything from before, skin is in the game once this NFT is owned. And last, I saved the last one because personally, out of all the five that I mentioned today, this one is my favorite. And I just mentioned how the barber is also a psychologist. This one is for a psychologist. And if you've listened to me or you've interacted with me anytime that I've spent on Twitter, whatever it is, even some of these episodes, I bring in the fact that a lot of mental health comes into this. You know, you're looking at red screens and green screens, you're FOMOing in and out, and all sorts of different emotions go into it. So I think mental health is what's It's just something that should be talked about and brought into the space. And that's why every now and then I might drop a book reference or whatever it is. But anyways, with this therapist, what they're going to launch, I like to call it the Loner Wolf Pack, right? So that is an oxymoron because Loner and Wolf Pack... Those two things shouldn't really go together. You think of a lone wolf as someone that's absolutely by themselves, and a pack of wolves is the group, right? They're together. They're taking down the big game. They're hunting from the Jungle Book. The strength of the wolf is the pack, and the strength of the pack is the wolf, right? So a lot of times, 
as a lone wolf, someone who just feels like a fish out of water. You might call them an emu or whatever it is, just a outcast of society. Some people might uh, label them all sorts of different ways where maybe it's the way they dress, might be certain preferences they have, it might be just anything really, their uh, socioeconomic background, their culture, anything. They might be ostracized for one reason or another within that community, or even if they're not, it could be just mental, just completely in their head, and they just feel like they are alone. So a lot of times there are people that just go through life and they always feel isolated. Even for me, I will just say this whole NFT space really offline, it is very hard for me to have these conversations. And one of the reasons why I launched the podcast is because when <laughs> my wife had the opened up the uh, Pandora's box, if you will, it's like I could not shut up about NFT. So the poor lady, bless her soul, she would listen to me just speak about all this stuff to spare her air is maybe I need to find a community of people that are 100% into this stuff and let me start speaking about it online. So anyways, I bring it back to this project, this lone wolf project, someone who feels like a lone wolf, like they're going through life absolutely alone. It is a terrible place to be in. So this therapist could actually single out these people and identify them as saying, okay, if you are a loner, you feel like you need community, you need some friends, you could be who you are, come into my loner wolf pack, right? So it is a pack of wolves that they're there, they're committed for each other, that for whatever goals, you don't want to be an artist, cool. You want to be a musician, cool. You want to be a balloon animal, dance interpreter. I don't even know what that is, but if that is something that you're into, absolutely be yourself, come into my loner wolf pack, and we're here for you. This therapist can offer all sorts of mental health advice, could uh, bring in different speakers about different things, different resources. By the way, one of the best books I've ever read in my absolute life 11 years ago changed my life is the 10 best ever anxiety management techniques book i'll just actually leave a link for that in the show notes but this therapist could be doing things like that sharing books and when it comes to whatever it is just fitting in and just building those relationships the therapist can help so many people in ways that he or she could not necessarily do on a local level and bringing this community together what's going to happen these community members are also going to help each other all the burden is not just on that one central person. So all these loner wolves all over the world, all over the, I wouldn't even say, they could be in any corner. As long as they have internet access, they can be helped. They could be a part of the community. And as with everything before, you're bought in and all these people, are they have a joint interest in not only this project succeeding, but in each other succeeding. Let me just bring all of this together and land the plane. Why am I throwing out all these projects? Why am I not just saying I should launch all of these projects. As I said, ideas, there's no shortage of them. They're all over the place. You can literally come up with a million ideas every day. So much so when I, I give out ideas, business ideas, things like that, because I can't possibly run with them. The reason why a lot of these projects will fail is because someone has this idea and says, oh, this is a great idea. However, they're not as committed and passionate about the thing. So when the bumps in the road start to come, such as the project doesn't sell out, the marketing does not necessarily work, the Discord got hacked, the community is complaining about the floor price, all sorts of different things that could come in that will derail someone from ever finding success in any of these projects. And you might be thinking, these 10,000 projects with these specific topics that I mentioned, such as a plumber and all these different things, that's never going to go to the evaluation of a Board Apes Yacht Club. And you know what? You're right. They probably won't. However, do you think that 
barbershop was ever going to that valuation of a board apes yacht club or do you think that even that therapist that practice that they were running was ever going to be the valuation of a board apes yacht club probably not it's possible this therapist could be the very next Dr. Phil. We don't know. However, I'm just saying this whole thing, if someone is absolutely passionate to, to the cause, the mission, and the business go with the ups and the downs, these ideas are something that someone can run with and actually build an NFT project to implement. And it could be just an amazing thing. And it's not just for them for the sake of, oh, money, because I don't think a therapist got into the game for the money. It's possible, but I highly doubt it. And I doubt it very much that if a plumber ends up making a few hundred thousand dollars on a launch and then serving a community over a long time that he would say, oh, this is an absolute failure and waste of time. No. Yeah, sure. There are plumbers out there that are making bank. However, if you're into a project or something like this and you have that community and it is an ongoing thing, it is so much bigger than just a sale, right? It goes way beyond the launch or the mint. You're supporting this community. And then there's also other opportunities along the line of collaboration, interaction, and various ways to monetize uh, down the road because this could be quote unquote the plumber. Everyone knows, oh wow, you're the founder of the home records. Like that elevates the plumber to a totally different level that he or she could be absolutely committed to this community still and could be doing other ventures that are related to it. It just opened up so many doors. So when I'm looking at these projects, I'm looking at this space and in this, I've only mentioned these quote unquote generative PFP projects. I could literally go a million different ways, different types of businesses, different ideas and really is endless. But I just wanted to keep it very simple. Five ideas from non-techie founders. These are not technology-based industries. However, they can benefit from NFTs and these generative PFP picture profile projects. That was a lot of Ps. However, <laughs> I got them out. So I just want to say I'm going to land it right here. And thank you for listening. I went all over the place. And feel free to run with any of these ideas. If this is something that you are passionate about, you're committed to that community, hey, go with it. It is all yours. Just let me know how it goes because I'll be there rooting along for you and just wishing you the best of success for you and your community. So what do you think of all that? Just let me know. And speaking of feedback, I would absolutely appreciate it if you left me feedback on whatever podcasting app that you're listening to. Those recommendations or those ratings and reviews, whatever you want to call it, are worth a lot more than you ever realize. What actually happens when someone is searching for something new to listen to and they see that this show was rated or reviewed or what it might be, it just bumps it up a little bit more on their list so that they can come into the whole fold, into the community of things. So I would appreciate that. And if you got any value from this or have any questions, just let me know and I will see you in the next one. Later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.